Networking and connecting are one of the most important skills every business owner has to acquire to want to make their business a whole heck of a lot more fun, but often to also succeed in growing it. Sadly, though, networking has turned into a lot of hit and run, and a lot of people are out there doing it, but not particularly doing it very well. And I have had the opportunity to meet our guest today through the power of networking. She's an incredible woman, and today we're going to talk about how to build stronger and more impactful networks. I'm super excited to introduce you today to our guest, Jennifer Beal. She is an amazing woman, an award-winning networker, and she's got an incredible spirit. So Jennifer, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much, Christine. I love it. So one of the most important things that you and I first had a conversation around was the difference between connecting and networking. Mm -hmm. I love your insights on why you feel like I do strongly that they're not the same thing. Yeah. Well, first let's just say, you know, we are all building a network. We need people. See, whether you call it your community or your tribe or your network or whatever you want to um, call it, we all need to have people around us in all areas of our life. In particular, I focus in on talking with people about how they build a better network in their business. And so networking, we need a network and we need to be networking all the time. I think when we're differentiating between though um, networking and connecting, we're talking about more of a state of being with people, how we're being. And so there's people going out and networking um, where they're just really in it for themselves. So the network is to build a network of people around that can help them fulfill what they want to um, achieve in their life. And then there are connectors and connectors are people who build a network so they can connect people together. And that is how I would clearly differentiate the, the two between the difference between the two of them is that networking, we're really looking at for ourselves. How do we serve ourselves? Connectors are building a network so that they can start connecting people together and help them out. And the, the latter, the connecting is much more powerful. What about your thoughts? I absolutely agree. And this is something, you know, it always came down to, you know, what was my life goal? And I always thought it was really more connecting, especially when you had said oh, that state of being. Um, you know, there is truth that, that the power of your network is, is so fundamental. And often we don't think to build it along the way. And yet, when I looked at my legacy, it was like, I want to build a United Nations with people I'm connected to all around the world so that if I was visiting someplace or somebody I know and cared for was in some other place of geography that I would be able to say, here's a support system for you, a great recommendation for a pharmacy or a coffee shop or a great restaurant. And one of the most fun things for me as a business owner is connecting people with no expectation. It's not about what can I get out of it, it's how can I give? Because if I could be a spark for you to get to where you want to go, like how mind-blowingly cool is that? Why wouldn't you do it? And not everybody is, but not, not everybody, everybody is. feels of being able to connect people together. But just imagine if everybody that was going out there and meeting people was always thinking about how can they connect that person to somebody else. And I, you know, sometimes we do meet people and it's a direct connection for us. But most times when we meet somebody, there's nothing there that we're going to do immediately. So what I say is just say for every 10 people that you meet, what if nine of them, there was no, no, nothing that you could do immediately together. And so you've met them, maybe their contacts, you put them in a list. But what if instead of that, every person that you met, you 
thought about that person and thought about somebody they should connect with. What if we were all doing that so that we are constantly connecting people around whether or not we're going to be doing something immediately with them or ever with them? But what if we could help people on their journey? And, and that's how I see people. Everybody's on a journey somewhere. I'm on a journey somewhere. You're on a journey somewhere. We had Vicki who connected us together and we're very grateful that she did that. And we're able to journey together like this for who knows how long. And then we meet other people that are on their journeys as well. And maybe we journey with them for a little bit. Maybe we journey with them for a long time, or maybe we don't journey at all, but we introduce them to somebody else who can help them on the journey. And then that's to me is the heart and the spirit behind being a connector is let's help each other. Yeah, I, I, I just, I make getting goosebumps when I hear it because I, I think there's two things that really resonate with me. One is sometimes you're connecting for a season and sometimes you're connecting for life. You don't always know and you don't have to be impatient thinking I have to do something immediately. And I always tell people, and I mean it genuinely, plant some seeds. Like, what are you looking for? What rooms do you want to be in? Who would be helpful to you in this season? Because chances are, if I don't think of somebody immediately, I'm going to cross paths with somebody because chances are as someone who's very much a builder in her business, I said, I'm going to cross paths with you. And how amazing is that? Actually, just last Friday, I spent the afternoon because I had an extra hour gifted to me connecting and just saying, I want to care about people. What's going on in their lives? I went back through my notes and said, you know, there were some things like, you know, I was going to retire out of corporate in, in April. So I was like, did it happen? Like, are you on track? What's going on? And how are you feeling? It was just fun to mm -hmm. care. And I love that you talk about the one, think and every time you're there, show up presently. Mm -hmm. And remember, it could be today, but it could be tomorrow that you're helping people mm -hmm. because it is so important. People connecting people is what will move us all. Well, it's important for a number of different reasons as well. You know, Christine, I think about um, what, uh, five years ago when my partner was dying, I built a network. It was just intuitive to me. I did immediately. There were medical people on it. There were friends that were on it. There was spiritual support that was on it. There was 150 people that I brought around me in that network for that season of time. And so if you think about the importance of having a network in any situation, particularly business people, where often we can end up isolated, alone, mm -hmm. which can put us into a spiral where if you're isolated, you don't have the answers, you don't have the resources that you need, and you feel like you need to do it all yourself, it can be draining, tiring, we become inefficient. And there's not much joy in that mm -hmm. at all. And so if we take a look at what we're doing so that we're with people, um, so that we're connected, so that we have ideas, we have people to bounce ideas off of, we have people that are giving us access into opportunities, just like the work um, environment where most jobs, 80% of the jobs are through word of mouth and, and through people knowing people. Well, in business, it's the same. And sometimes people get together and they actually create opportunities that collaborate. And, and you want to be, you want to be on somebody's top of mind, or you want to be at the table for those kind of opportunities. And networking can get you there. Being isolated alone in your office is not going to do that for you. Um, and, and we want visibility. Everybody's looking for visibility. Well, there's nothing better than the visibility of somebody who knows you that recommends you to somebody else talking about you. You want to get as many people talking great things about you as you possibly can. And the way to do that is not to go networking. The way to go and do that is to be a connector and be connecting people all the time. They will remember you. So you get visibility, you get access to the opportunities. You're going to be healthier. You're going to be supported. You're going to feel great. You'll be more productive 
and you know there's just no downside to it <laughs> i i i so love 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 this because I, I recorded an episode you'll find it earlier it's episode 24 and we talked about you know, the hidden reputation you know mm. we as business owners especially when we're networking we go with a pitch we go with our infomercial we have a planned agenda and we're we're orchestrating the same way we're orchestrating the story we put out in social media on our websites and we're very intentional about curating that what we often lose sight of is the hidden reputation, the one that's built by, do I like them? Are they a connector? Are they kind? And all those other things, that hidden reputation actually derives what you're talking about here, which is mm -hmm. the unknown opportunities that are happening when someone says, I said your rooms and I said your name in rooms you weren't even part of. Mm -hmm. And doors that can open are mind blowing. I will tell you, I've seen it time and time again. I've also been able to be blessed in my life to sit in rooms and say, who else should we be considering? And when someone says, this name is at the top of the list, I'm like, I don't know them. But if you're saying they're a great person, I should get to know them as a priority. Yeah, you know, if you look at corporate, you know, corporate decision makers, 84% of their buying decisions are going to be made, they're going to start it with a referral. They are not going out there Google searching you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> they're out there at first, they're going to start looking for, they're going to ask for names of people. And so you want your name to be coming up in those referrals if you want those decision makers considering you. It's so important to be in the in the space where people are knowing you and are talking about you for the right reasons. And you're not going to get there networking. You're not going to get there if you're out there pitching people and trying to convince people to do business with you. People won't remember. People will not remember what you say, but they will remember what you do. And so get out there. So and be a connector. <laughs> and give generously without the expectation. I think this is one of the important really elements that I, that I think, you know, we do networking is because we should. Yeah. And connecting, I want you to do it because you choose to. And when you choose to, the energy is different. The being becomes different. The, um, you know, distrust that it feels good without the expectation that it needs to be a horse training exercise. Because I think that's where networking has gone so awry in today's world, where I will only do this if you do this. I said, we're not bartering. Yeah. I want to be co-creating. It's Co-creating and collaborating and creating new ideas. Now, there is, there is, though, a downside to that. So I'll say yes and or yes, but. Mm -hmm. um, there are there is a type of um, networker out there that's very relational. They're people that help people all the time. And one of the problems when you're helping people all the time without receiving as well and having some reciprocity in these relationships is that you can end up helping everybody else but not get any help back. And mm -hmm. it often happens for people who are very relational, who are giving and giving, giving all the time to people who take and take and take all the time. My recommendation on that is that the people who are very relational, it actually is very helpful to set a guide on what you can help people with and what you can't. And so um, Adam Grant in his book um, on givers and takers, uh, give and take is the book, great one. One of the things that he says is set a time limit. And there was one person in the book who said, look, if it takes me five minutes or less, I'll do it for you. If it takes me five minutes or more, I might not be able to. And so be honest with people about how much you can give and then don't get drained from it and make mm -hmm. sure that you're receiving as well in the whole process. And I think a good health, um, healthy dose of having reciprocity happening and symmetry in these relationships is very important for people 
But yeah, let's just help each other as long as it's not going to take us off our game. Well, I think it's important when you when you say that is to have an ask. You know, it is important that, you know, people I think generally have care for each other, at least the people I, I spend time with. So that's sort of a given, you know, framework that we're in. It's like, we're all here to contribute. We're all here to make impact. And when someone says to you, how can I help you? It's not selfish to have an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have an answer and say, I would benefit for some help in the following. And the more articulate you can be, the more specific you can be. And it might not be this person who can help you today, but they'll plant a seed. Maybe they'll know somebody. It it just is an accelerator. And I learned this in, in a room full of powerful women that I've introduced other women to and said, just to be clear, one of the most uncomfortable things of being in that space is twofold. We will all give because that's who we are as women. I want you to go into that room having a clear ask. Mm-hmm. And all of us go, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And mm-hmm. I love the person who holds this space because they don't let us not have an ask. Asking for something is not um, off the table, because if you are connecting, let them have the joy of helping if they can. Yeah, well, one of the ways to build um, a great connection with somebody else is to ask for help. A lot of people don't realize that, but people love to help. And when we don't ask people to help, it's almost being kind of selfish not to allow them to have the joy of it as well. You're right, because I know that time and time again, what is the best piece of flattery you have is like, I'd love to some assistance from you because I respect you and I see your capability and your compassion. And you know what? I trust you. It is such a beautiful gift. So I love that you brought that to the table. Let's talk about the different types of networkers because not all networking is the same and not all people approach it the same. You believe that there's three types of networkers. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, there's um, three types of networkers. Um, There are people who are very transactional and you'll know those people because they're um, asking, but they're not giving. They're not sharing. And so my advice to anybody who's finding themselves too transactional is I think that what you need to learn is to give. And the practice I would recommend would be practice giving first before asking for anything. So transactional people um, often have uh, get sales from it and they, you know, do okay, but they're not building relationships and they're probably not getting referrals. You know, they're just moving on to the next person because everything's transactional. Everything's very short term. Mm -hmm. And the second type we've already talked about is the relational people, relational people give and give and give and give and give. And, and they're wonderful people to be around and they have you know good spirits and, and they want to contribute. They want to give. And the problem with those people is that they're not asking. They're not they're not asking or negotiating for what they need. So my recommendation for them is to learn how to negotiate. You know, if somebody asks you for something really big, like, hey, refer me a hundred thousand dollar client. Hey, go in there and negotiate. Okay, well, you know, if I were able to do that for you, what would you be able to do for me? Because I think people like to negotiate. That's business, right? Mm-hmm. Make things on the ask. For little things, that's fine. No problem to give away if it's not taking a lot from us. Relational people need to go out and learn to sell. They need to learn how to sell themselves and hold that relational part of it. Don't lose it. Don't yes. lose the generosity and all of it, but learn some skills about um, doing better business deals. And then the third type is kind of a combination of both um, the transactional and the relational. I call them motivational and the motivational people, you know them because they are high energy and they're (laughs) out there motivating people. And what they want from all of that in the motivation is they often um, have 
their own visions or dreams that they want and they're wanting people to come along and help with them and that what they're doing though is that they're motivating people to get involved as opposed to creating win-win where people are going to come in and get what they need from it and so they're not usually long-lasting opportunities with people because they motivate people up and then people go back to their office and go, oh, I can't really do that. You know, we've got some positive <laughs> happening. I can't really do it. And so then they don't deliver. And then the motivational network can get really frustrated with people because they can't get them to do what they want. They're not getting the cooperation from them. So those are the three types of networkers. And what a motivational type of person, they've got the transactional part so they can do some sales, really great. And they're bringing in the relational, they're wanting to be relational with people and bring them in on opportunities. And um, what they need to do is they need to shift over into uh, being a connector. And, and the way to move over into a connector from being motivational, the first place to go would be start being more inspirational than motivational. An inspirational connector is the type of person that goes in there and helps people see who they are. You're with somebody and you go, you know, you could do this and you could do that. And you find where your place is where you meet. And, and so people are often not clear about where they want to go or what they want to do. Well, an inspirational connector helps people see what's possible. And then people are fired up on their own energy because they can see, you know, there's more meaning in what they're going to do for themselves. And then they're being seen as well as people. They're getting the visibility about who they are and they can get into their passion, get into the purpose. And then there's a lot more cooperation that goes on if you're being inspirational as opposed to motivational. This is fascinating. And I think when you tell these categories or these types of both networkers and as we start to go into the connectors, you can see that. I want you to build the skill set of recognizing when you're in an exchange with somebody, how are you classifying? What are their great strengths and how do you support those strengths? And where are their limitations in trying to help build the bridge? Because what I often tell people, I said, you know, every time you're out connecting or meeting new people, which is essential for the growth of your business, Use your own capacity to evaluate. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? How does it matter? Because that's really going to help you be more effective. So I love that inspirational connector. I definitely am, am the vision caster was what I comes to mind when you say that to me. Somebody who can say this is maybe not something you can see yet, but let me hold the vision for you because it's possible. Yeah, And then people want to work with you. They want to find ways to collaborate with you. And you, and what we're doing is creating space for both of us to show up and be fully authentic who we are. And then like, I mean, the synergy that can happen from places like that. So it's beyond that motivation of trying to always get people to do things and being with people and letting them be who they are and aligning with all of that and finding ways where the synergy's there. And it's just spectacular, the results that can be achieved when two or more people come in with that kind of connector um, mindset and being. I love it. So that's the first of the connector types. Is there other types of connector types as well? Yeah, there's also an innovational, um, I call it an innovational connector. And an innovational connector is very inspirational, meets with people, helps them see who they are, and then also starts to see opportunities and starts to encourage people to do other, like they can see more of like, if you did this, this would be amazing. Or if you did that, or if we did this together, you know, your business would be much, much more successful. And I really believe that innovation and being innovational is key and important in today's marketplace. 
that we can help people not just get clients, but also go in there and help people build their businesses. And we can partner and we can do things together and share our resources in an innovational way. Um, you know, we will make more money, we'll be more successful, we'll use less energy, use less of our own, our overhead will be lower. There's a lot of bonuses to doing all of that. Now being innovational, that is a skill and people can learn it and, and they can practice it. So once you get to being inspirational with people and you can help them see their purpose and see you know, bigger and better things for themselves and possibilities, then to actually go in there and innovate together. That's where things can be uh, really powerful. I love it. And then the, the third place um, for connectors to aspire to would be to be transformational. And tra transformational connector is inspirational and they are innovational with people and they start to gather people together. You know, by now you'd have a large network and now what you want to do is gather people and bring them together and really be helping them find each other. Maybe you're starting to teach people, you're, you're, you know, you're giving input into them as well when they come together and in that process of them coming together for some kind of gathering, people are finding each other and being very intentional about the connections that can be made by being able to see it. And so we become change makers. Um, going out and, you know, when you become transformational and inspirational or innovational, when you become a connector and you go out to networking and you're meeting these transactional and relational and motivational type of networkers, you see it and it kind of irks you, you know, <laughs> you, you kind of go, oh, they're missing opportunities, right? It's just yeah. like, you know, don't pitch me, please. <laughs> That's right. Please don't pitch so, me three seconds after we met or so you connected to me on LinkedIn. Yeah. When we become transformational, we're going to pause and we're going to be with those people and we're going to help them learn best practices when it comes to being connectors. And so the gathering becomes important of creating a community of connectors where we can learn from each other. Well, I hope you've been inspired. I mean, I, I just spend time with Jennifer and I, that's why I feel I'm like, I know exactly the vision I have and I want to raise my game and what I love about it. I hope everyone here who's been our audience today is hearing that as well and saying, I can shift and elevate my game. And what will be the best thing about it? The people, the relationships, the outcome and the possibilities. I always want to ask all of our guests here as we wrap up our time here, you know, amplify what's working for you right now. You're a business owner who's been through many transformations. What's working right now for you to feel in momentum with your business? Well, I am out there and I'm building a better network right now for myself. Um, when the pandemic came, my business disappeared overnight. And so I built a network during the pandemic. And now that we're through the whole pandemic, I'm now building even a, like a different uh, network for myself as well. And how I'm going about doing it is very different this time, Christine. What I'm doing is I'm actually gathering people together. And so for one example of what I'm doing is that I got some tickets to an event that's coming up, not a networking event. It was a different type of business event. And then I went out and I contacted some people and I said, would you like to attend with me? I've arranged for you to have a guest pass and I'm taking them with it. So there's 10 of us going out this week to an event together and I'm gathering them at another gathering. And, um, and so that's working really well for me. And so being a connector, finding creative ways to bring people together. I'm just thinking all the time, how can I inspire, innovate and gather people? And that is working really, really well. And I'm finding people, people are so thirsty right now for finding communities. They're building new networks as well. Let's build a better one if we're gonna go out and we're gonna do it and, uh, and meeting people. So people want this, 
So step up, be a connector, bring people together. They'll appreciate you. What I loved about this is it was up to me to create it. I love that you're doing it. I love that you're gathering people and saying, I'm curating this space that we're going to go and have a fun event around. So guys, that's a great insight. I have put on the bottom here, and for the, all of us who are listening along, connect with Jennifer at buildbetternetworks.com. Any final thoughts on how do you build a stronger and more impactful network? Well, for anybody who's out there who likes these ideas and wants to talk more about them with me, if you go to buildbetternetworks.com, you can book an appointment with me. And that's open to anybody who wants to um, connect with me and be a better connector. Um, final thought for everybody is that um, when we go out there, have compassion for other people. Everybody's having a hard time. We all are. Life is hard. But it's a whole lot easier when we surround ourselves with great people. And so be that catalyst for bringing together great people and everybody will succeed together. I absolutely adore that final thought. Be the change you want to see. This has been Amplify Your Marketing Message. We are here every week. So be sure to subscribe to give you tips on how to be more effective, how to have a heck of a lot more fun making the impact and income in your business. Jennifer, thank you so much for being our guest today, guys. We will see you all on our next episode. We'll see you then.